Welcome to Pegging Coffee Talk. Here are your hosts, Oswin and Lord Knight. Today's topic, cancel culture or banishment. What's the difference? Well, cancel culture is, um, you know, when you do something and you piss off the general public and the general public revolts and basically cancels everything you do. Yeah, but normally as cancel culture, I've seen they can go to your past. Yeah. And, and see comments that you made before on like Twitter and all this other stuff or. Well, yeah, you can. Idiot. Yeah, right. you can do all that now it, because. It's not a here and now thing. Because our damn social media. Right. But I'm. It's everywhere. I, but again, it's not a here and now thing. It could be something you, you know, they've canceled people that because of stuff that they did 15 years. Comedians. Well, well, yes, but usually it's because they said or did something recently. That to, caused somebody to go back and say, oh, wait a minute. Right. Let's dig into your past and see where that goes. Unlike banishment, which it only deals with the here and now. In other words, it's whatever you got charged with right now. Not anything you've done before. But could they not be basically the same thing? Well, I don't think so. I mean, because cancel culture has no ramification of redemption unlike banishment because people who are banished could be banished and again the banishment was um from a more it came from a more tribal setting when you were banished from the tribe there was a good chance of loss of life right in council culture they're trying to do the same thing but it's not 100 percent. does that but you said you said something about a chance of uh, redemption. Redemption, it, well, I, I, but I, I, banishment doesn't always carry a chance of redemption with it. It depends on what level. And neither does cancel culture, for that matter. Well, cancel culture is permanent. Banishment, you could be banished from your temple for only three months. In which you actually shut you, you're you're still required to show up, but you stand outside with your back uh, from the circle. But see, I don't see that as banishment. You're banished again. Our ban a banishment in craft is you not being able to participate in ritual. I understand that, but I just I don't see that as banishment. I I guess that's where I diverge from that because. <laughs> Banishment to me is you can't come back. Is that permanent? And nobody's going to want anything to do with you. Well, let's look up the word banishment. Banish to get rid of. Does it mean permanent? To require by authority to leave a country. To drive out or remove from a home or place of usual resort or continuance. To clear away or dispel. That sounds pretty permanent to me. <laughs> well, I mean, declare dispel, that's to get rid of rumors and get to the truth. Yeah. You know, to a certain extent. Banishment to me, the way Lord Men always explained, to, explained it to me, was it did not always have to be permanent. The idea was is that you got banished from your tribe for a couple of weeks and once you were out there on your own and you realized actually how hard it was 
Okay, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's sort of like the same logic that they used to do in the eighties about the um, the hard love for kids. With oh, addiction. the tough love. The tough love where you know parents finally learned, hey, yeah, you you're gonna have to let your kids crash before they come back from the brink. Well, I understand that, but along those same lines. You do something like that, you carry the risk that they're not going to come back. It's always carries a risk. Just like in tribal days. Right. There was always a if risk. If you that got banished, there was a risk that you, you were not going to come back because you were going to be dead. Right. Because you didn't have your tribe to help support you. And again, we're talking about you have to have community. So I guess that's where I'm kind of like, Okay, this what you're talking about just being allowed to come in but not actually attend ritual stuff like that. I I I can't me personally, I right. can't call that banishment because that's not banishment. It doesn't in my book. seem like banishment to you. No, it's a punishment. It's a punishment, but it's not banishment. You, you see where I'm going with that though. Right. But now as far but, as cancel culture, as far as cancel culture is it never ends. There is no retrieving back there is no possibility of suddenly being able to survive and although that, and rejoin the tribe with a better understanding of how things work well see i kind of beg to differ on that too because i've seen some celebrities who got caught up in the cancel culture and have made a rebound oh yeah or done even better well the yeah calls of cancel culture right so i don't know that i can completely agree with that previous statement either what does it have to do with our society? You know, I mean, because again, back in travel days, when you banish someone, the tribe treated them as such. Right. Even if they did see them out, they wouldn't recognize them or speak to them. Right. Which is a completely different situation than every so often being able to talk to somebody like we do in nowadays. Right. Because again, what power of banishment do we have besides leave the group? Well, I mean, the the idea behind the whole banishment is that... Well, no, I mean, even in the modern day and the way we're using it, how effective is this? Well, that's what I'm trying to say, is oh. that when, like, when we do an official banishment, like a full-on banishment, right? not like the punishment you were talking right. about, when we do a full-on banishment, we send notice out to all the covens right. that we know of that we can possibly find information on. We send out information to all of these covens to let them know this person has been banished for this reason. Right. And they are not to be dealt with. They are to be treated as the dead. Right. And again, in the traditional community, this is no problem. No. It's when we step out of the traditional community, we have a problem. Right. Because, again, they're not really being banished. That same person can walk all the way over there to the solitaires and the Wiccans oh, that sure, don't yeah. listen to us to begin with. When we go, hey, you know, this person's banished. You need to, oh, no, they're fine. I like them, man. Well, I mean, that's on them. But if we banish again, them for a reason, they'll find out that reason as well. But that's my point. Is this really a punishment anymore? Um. Uh, Probably not like it used to be, it no. Nowhere like it used to be. No. I mean, it used to be, you know, back in the day when, before the internet and all this, and 
when you got banished from your coven and that word went out, none of the other one, you weren't going to find another teacher. You weren't just no. suddenly going to run across a group that didn't happen to be in this network. Right. You know, but again, times have changed. They have, yeah. So, I, again, we have lost the ability to punish people except for leave the group. You with me? Yeah. Is this even something we even need to teach anymore? I mean, again, I, I like the idea of teaching it so everybody knows, but. It's part of history, so. It's part of history. Well, our history, anyway. Yeah. But, yeah. But is it really that much different than cancel culture? Is it? I mean, I've seen a lot of similarities in this little discussion. Yeah. Back some diff- there are some differences. There are some differences there. But I've seen a lot of similarities, so. I mean, because, again, if we ignore the word for a moment, the word right. banishment itself and what it means and blah, 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 and think of the concept that this is just, banishment to us is just some form of punishment and that you're literally removed from the ability to celebrate rituals and be in the presence of the gods with a group of people. Right. Still doesn't stop what in the world you do at home by yourself. No, of course not. It's just those group of people you're used to doing things with. So then in that case, is banishment or even cancel culture really any type of punishment anymore? You see what I'm asking? And that guy, I mean, yeah, I mean, that goes for both of them. That goes for both of them. I mean, is there really? The only thing we're we're seeing on, you know, the political side on cancel culture is, is that there's a alternative economy starting to emerge. Right. Well, you got places like Daily Wire doing their own movies and stuff like that. Right. And you got all these other places starting to do their own businesses going by the, their values. Right. I mean, how many, how many YouTubers have we seen in the past six months who have come up with their own coffee brands, their own razors, their own candy, their own this or that? Right. I mean, again, I, I still think that the whole concept of banishment, the way we, we do it and the way we look at it, still needs to be part of our culture. And okay. it's something traditionals, at least the traditionals, still need to respect between each other and try to get the Wiccan community at large to, hey, you know, y'all might want to back away from this person. Right. Because, again, it's not like we do banishment just because Harry pissed me off. Well, no. You know, it's going to be, no, Harry was caught doing things to little kids. It's yeah. going to be Harry was caught doing something they're not supposed to do. Yeah, because, I mean, it wasn't, it really wasn't that long ago, I'd say probably in the last 10 years, that there actually, there was someone in our state who was running a coven and doing all of those things. He was with children. Right. With Again, students. This stuff happens. And it was, yeah. So, I mean, it, yeah, it does happen. And, yeah, there need to be consequences. Besides, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there were legal consequences for I this I mean, person, there's legal but, consequences and stuff. But there needed it, to be. It, it, there needs to be a, sh- when stuff like this happens, there needs to be a really big shockwave to the community. Absolutely, yes. People need to stop and listen to, okay, no, wait a minute. No. Why in the world is this going on? Because I think there's some people out there that believe that we banish just because it's a Thursday. Just for shits and giggles. Or yeah, just no. because we don't like, you know, this person or that person. No, if no, if, 
as a traditional coven, if we banish somebody, it's for a very, very good reason. <laughs> and it's it's not something that we take lightly. No. I mean, you can't just do that because you're, you know, when you're, especially when you're banishing at the level we're talking about, where it's that full on. Right. And it's not just, hey, you're, you have to come to circle for the next, you know, full moon or so and stand with your back to everybody. And you don't get to participate in this. Yeah, that's a, that's a slap in the face. Right. That's to let everybody know, okay, this person screwed up. This is what you don't do. It has to be that. I don't think I'm wrong on that. There has to be some. I think there does. I mean, if there's not, then what are we? Right. And, and again, I'm back to if you have any high priest or priestesses that are abusing such authority, the people just ain't going to come back. Well, no, but something still needs to be done. Something still needs to be done and something still needs to be said. If it's somebody outside of our coven, no, we don't have any authority. We have no authority or anything like that. But, but hey, it would be nice to know. But we can, you know, we can spread the word, hey, this is questionable behavior. People need to beware. As long as we have proof. proof. I mean, if we have actual proof that it's going on, then I, I think we are in every right to pass out warnings. Right. And this is, um, and this goes back to a previous podcast where we were talking about seekers. Yeah. New, you know, people looking for teachers and new covens. And that's one of the things you need to look out for. You got to ask questions. You got to, you know, if somebody's asking you for a naked picture of you in order to, for you to study with them, run for the hills, honey, run for the hills. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes. Garnarians and some other traditions do a lot of things sky clad. Yeah, but they shouldn't be asking for naked pictures of it. No, they should. <laughs> but but again, you you're gonna. I think you're gonna know that before you should know that before. Yes, approaching these temples. I'm just saying that that that's that should just watch out for red flags. <laughs> if if you don't feel comfortable, vote with your feet. Right. If something makes you uncomfortable, leave. Leave. Say something. You know, and again, you know, as a priest, yes, and I do a lot of teachings and stuff like that. Yes, I'm sitting here teaching, and if I do something that upsets you, I'm not going to know until you tell me. Right. You know, hey, back off. No, you're getting a little too close. No, come a little bit closer. Speak a little louder. Right. <laughs> come closer so I can smack you. Come closer. <laughs> <laughs> Repeatedly, swiftly about the head and neck. Right. <laughs> No, but yeah, I mean, you got to say something. You got to speak up. You got to speak up. So this topic we have talked about before to some extent. To some extent. Yeah. And we sort of posted this question on our Discord. But what? Which nobody wanted to touch. No, nobody wanted to touch it. And probably for good reason. But we're going to touch it. Oh, yeah. We're going to get in all sorts of trouble. Uh, Probably. (laughs) All right. So, with the whole abortion discussion going on in the country, right? we got to thinking, what does the effect of abortion have on the soul? Itself. What damage could be done to a soul that was aborted? Right. So, I guess it would be like mental trauma or... Emotional. Yeah. Well, I, to I, the soul. Again, the idea extends like this, all right? A woman gets pregnant. 
bear with me here for a minute. And there's like this big neon sign on the uh, other side. Right. And then souls seem to migrate to that body. Sort of like testing out shoes. This is the way I sort of would like to describe it. Okay, so it's kind of like a revolving door. Right. People coming in and out. And, and again, as the pregnancy goes along, my belief is less and less souls inhabit that body. And they're not all inhabiting them at one time. It's like one's there, then it leaves for a little while, and then another one slides in there. Yeah, it's like, hey, we'll give you, uh, we'll give you a one-week trial. I know it sounds really weird and mean to say it that way, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I can see a soul sitting in a baby for a couple of weeks going, maybe this is a good fit. I mean, we don't actually know. <laughs> now serving number 12. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or do you just get what's ever next? Right. Okay, either way, my question is, is here you are, you're a soul. You've been waiting. Here it is. It's about to be born. And then the mom goes in the last minute because again certain states have legalized it all the right. way through birth to go nope never never mind what does that do to that soul that's inhabited in that body because we don't believe that your silver cord or your spiritual cord actually really materializes or locks in right until you're born on that first breath and you're actually finally the soul and the body are fused together for some reason in that moment to where separating them doesn't happen till death. So you think it's, uh, you think it's kind of like, I don't know, like one of the, uh, drop zone rides, you know, where you get strapped in and they take you all the way up to the top and then um, they just drop you and you just free fall for however long. Only in this case, you're not strapped in. (laughs) (laughs) It drops out from underneath you and you just go, whoo. Into a body? Or you just go somewhere else, like with the with the whole abortion thing. Right. I, so the abortion would be the drop. Right. And since you're not strapped in, you just kind of get flung everywhere. Right. My, my question is, is when you think about it this way, for as many abortions as has been happening, mm-hmm. especially these later term abortions, my question is, is imagine a soul trying to reincarnate. Mm-hmm. But every time the parent keeps on aborting the kid. Well, oh, I mean, the soul's already here. And we've discussed before, if the souls are here and they might be able to stand this world for a little bit, right. and it's still toxic. Their whole entire goal is to get into a body and find a place to settle in just as fast as possible. Kind of like hermit crabs looking for shells. Wouldn't they just be sent back to Valhalla or well, they probably, wherever you want to? They probably can cross back over. You know, the great again, meadow in the sky or whatever you want to call again, it. But again, you don't want to stay over there the whole entire time. How in the world are you spiritually going to evolve? Well, no, I didn't say it. Just think of it more of a holding place. Right. Well, again, but I'm still back to imagine being a soul, and every time you've shown up, though, your mom keeps on aborting you. Two, three times, I mean. I don't know. Well, Does what, it... what kind of psychological damage? If we believe in reincarnation. If any. If we're believing in reincarnation, mm-hmm. that means that baby's soul has to be reincarnated. Yeah. Now, we've seen people, we've, I've heard the stories before about people who have been born, but for some reason seem to have memories of things that happened to them in the previous life. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of people like right after World War II who were being born that seemed to have these psychological problems. 
Right. If that carries over, what carries over of abortion? Okay. You, you, you with my luck? Yeah. My logic there? Yeah. My my only thought is, is could it just be part of the process and it not really have an effect and be like, okay, well, it could. I guess it's not time for me to reincarnate. It could, but then on the other hand, you got to also ask this question. If the rise of people with psychological problems have gone up. Okay. Could this be caused by all these abortions we've done for all these years? Could these people who are going around going, I'm a red-tailed hawk trapped in a human... I'm really a wolf fairy fandom, blah, blah, blah. Right. Could this be the results of an abortion? A souls that were aborted over and over and over again. I wouldn't rule out the possibility, no. I think it's probably one of the better explanations that I've heard. I mean, because, again, I believe in transmigration of souls. Right. In other words, there's a, a, no, a siege sponge does not have a soul to me. Right. Fish don't have, animals that tend to uh, do the, um, like the school of fish, the elk, how they all seem to run together. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, You know what I'm talking about? Herds, not like pack animals like dogs. Right. But these, I don't think these acts, these beings have souls. I think they're more a collective consciousness. Okay. You with me? Yeah. Hence the reason they can fly together, swim together in, in that pattern, because they're actually sharing thoughts. So you have other beings out there, other creatures out there that do have souls. Could a, a human soul be forced to go into a dog because he didn't have any other choice? Hmm. Then, because that, that they had to be born. They couldn't get back over fast enough. I'm just putting out a scenario there. And then when that puppy dies and that soul goes to reincarnate, when it says it should have been a human, but it got aborted instead, it had to go into an animal, then this causes a problem because now it's switching back to a human. You think because it interrupted the cycle? Because it interrupted the cycle and they had to take a step back that wasn't necessary. I could see that, yeah. Because, well, going with that thought, you're saying that we all start as like an animal. Right. And work our way, way up, up to being human. And, and that's how we're learning our lessons and becoming the humans that we are today. Or, or to become, again, let's take the word human out and just becoming more spiritual. You know, more spiritual or more so, our souls are evolving. Okay. In and of itself. This process is what helps souls evolve to become better and more than what in the world they are. And by doing this, by by performing the late-term abortions or any abortion for that matter. It's interrupting the process. It's interrupting that process. potentially psychological problems in the society as a whole. Depression goes up and all this other stuff. Now, again, I will admit I could be wrong, but I think we need to pose the question. Because in the pagan community, we don't do a lot of that. We don't sit there and go, well, what are the harmful? No, we're just going to support this. Right. Again, you support abortion, that's up to you. Right. All right I, I tend to be more that traditional liberal, legal but rare, super rare. Mm-hmm. You know, but then on the other hand, we keep on legalizing this stuff and usage keeps on going up. But that's a different subject. Right. But uh, you with me on this? So I, I got to ask these questions. What damage could we be doing? I mean, if you're going with that thought process, that logic, 
then we could be doing a lot of damage. Well, I mean, I know somebody. And it could be, it very well could be the reason why there's. I can even see somebody bringing up a, um, the argument of, well, what about stillbirths? Mm-hmm. Well, again, that's a genetic failure of the body, not the soul. Yeah, but still, would that not traumatize the soul? I just don't think the souls will latch on it to it like it would. If they know it's going to die, then why? It's not compatible with the soul. So you think in some ways the soul would know right. that that's going to happen and just Right, because, I, again, that, that's why I'm saying that. That's why I think those, uh, when souls go in there, when and that sounds stupid, when you feel your baby moving in your stomach, that's when there's a soul in there. Mm. When it's resting and stuff, it's just the body doing its natural cycles without a soul yet. Okay. And it's only active when there's an actual soul inhabiting the body for right then. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. You know, did I actually answer your question? <laughs> it wasn't my question. Did you answer your question? I have no idea. <laughs> but no, I just, to me, that's a genetic thing, though. The stillbirths, there's nothing anybody could have done about that. You know, it happens. Right. That's different from intentionally harming a soul. Okay. Because I, I don't ever remember any of these stories of, well, you know, in a previous life, yes, I was a painter and accidentally fell off my ladder and died. You see what I'm saying? I never hear It's, you know, normally when I hear these stories, it's, I got shot. It was pretty violent and, you know what I mean, pretty much in your yeah. face. You know, you had people on ships just being blown apart. Right. These things crossed over, but you never hear any of these where it's something stupid. So that makes me think that when it's a natural thing, the souls know how to deal with that all better. Could be. You know, when it's a natural death or you just have a heart attack or the baby just doesn't form right, the souls know better. And they're like, okay, no, I'll hang out. I'll try it out to see if we can maybe correct the problem. But right. it doesn't always work. It's an interesting theory for sure. Again, I don't know if I'm right. You know, I'm sure there's some holes in there somewhere. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another episode. Pagan Coffee Talk is brought to you by Life Temple and Seminary. Please visit us at lifetempleseminary.org for more information, as well as links to our social media. Facebook, Discord, Twitter, YouTube, and Reddit. We travel down this trodden path, the maze of stone and mire. Just hold my hand as we pass by a sea of blazing pyres. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning breaks. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning breaks.